Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Schenkel, with Ruben Torres tonight, and we are live on here. Once again, hello everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. And I just want to say hi to Ruben. Hi, Ruben. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, how about yourself? Yes. Uh, we have another interesting topic tonight. Um, but actually, before I get into that, I do want to mention um, to everybody that to uh, please go ahead and support the 501c3 nonprofit Students for Better Future. Um, your your uh, dollars are tax deductible. Uh, we have several projects that we're working out uh, working on. One is a video project um, about the Armenian genocide, and the other one, the second video project, is uh, human trafficking and its relation to internet pornography. And if you know, we had the famous case up in Buffalo, the Amanda Lynn Winkowski. So your tax dollars are going to support that project. And again, go to studentsforbetterfuture.com. That's studentsforbetterfuture.com. And Ruben, we have an interesting topic tonight. Yes, we do. Uh, It's like what a loaded topic. Um, Oh, uh, Uh uh, (laughs) yeah. Especially, 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 well, especially with the news that 95% of the uh, TSA, the Department of Homeland Security, that they have not been able to detect 95% of the cases where they have smuggled guns and, 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 and other explosives. Yes, the number device. was 67 right. out of 70 right. instances. Uh, but- Hold on one second. Um, yeah, so I want to so, just tell everybody what the police state is. It's police state is a term denoting government that exercises power arbitrarily through the police. Originally, the term designated a state regulated by a civil administration, but since the beginning of the 20th century, the term has taken on uh, the emotional and derogatory meaning. And the inhabitants of police state experience restrictions on the mobility or freedom to express or communicate or political views. Um, folks, that is the definition from Wikipedia. <laughs> and um, I want to bring on um, Mark Thousand, who's been doing a lot of research on this. Hi, Mark. Can, um, Hi. Uh, uh, Hi, Mark. Do you want to do you want to elaborate on that definition? Uh, well, I believe that that was succinct, and uh, uh, that that covered it. But what I'd like to do is run our students and our patriots uh, through uh, the paths of secret police that have emerged through the 20th century and how good it just worked out for the population at large. Now, also, the reason we're discussing secret police, is, uh, folks, is because a lot of people aren't aware of this. In March, executive orders were signed, six cities. It, it initially was six. It's already increased to eight. But six cities were selected to have our first national police force. And those are about six cities. I'm going to list them quickly. Fort Worth, Texas, Gary, Indiana. Stockton, California, Birmingham, Alabama, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, PA. That was when the program started in March. Um, Already, Baltimore and Cleveland are added. Hold on, Mark. Why would they want to do that? What what is their purpose uh, You see, uh, what we've been talking about for years, we have a, uh, a Marxist apparatchik that is being paid for by the U.S. taxpayer out of D.C. Uh, I think it was Senator Cotton used the term that they've weaponized government. 
Uh, and it, it wasn't just the IRS going after tea parties. Uh, I'm familiar with that with Tumka Tea Party story. I forget the woman's name. She's been on TV several times. She's even uh, uh, had a peer before Congress. Not only did her group have I, problems. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you the name. Be, uh, that's uh, Betty Jane Martin. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Uh, it wasn't just the IRS that went after her Tea Party group. It was uh, four other government agencies suddenly descended upon their small little business that they had. And uh, I forget what state uh, Tomka is in, but uh, you had the uh, EPA, OSHA, uh, and assorted other groups all went after this one woman because she led the Tea Party. Now also, look at what happened at the Bundy Ranch. Uh, if right. you recall last summer. Now, Bundy, you know, I'm not saying I'm a big Bundy fan, but look how government attempt to just squash him. And it wasn't in – now, folks, you got to understand what's going on here. This is not in the interests of the citizenry at large. In the Bundy interest it, it situation, there were selfish, greedy people behind the scenes just trying to steal his land. Now, also, I know, Doreen, people I see a lot on Facebook, I see a lot on blogs, people are concerned about local police departments suddenly arming up. You know, all of a sudden they have armed uh, Humvees, they have sophisticated weapons. And I'll tell you, students and patriots, that doesn't concern me as much as do you know, and Ruben, do you know this, there are 14 government agencies now that have their own armed police forces. So the pattern I'm getting at is, let's say we have 14 government agencies with their own SWAT units. Um, we have now six, initially six, already expanded to eight in two months, cities with national police departments that take their orders from the corrupt, criminal, racist, bigoted Department of Justice uh, what a misnomer that name is. I think Mark Levin calls them the Department of Injustice, which would be more accurate. Uh, so we have all of a sudden, we have all these armed entities outside normal jurisdictions popping up. Now, it's 14 government agencies. It's eight city departments. Now, let me ask, is there anyone listening thinking that two months from now that number is going to decrease? Of course not. It's not going to increase. No. So hold on, Mark, who's, hold on a second. Who actually pays for all this? Oh, that, that was going to be my next point because whoever's paying for it, uh, I think the term is screwed because, A, either the general taxpayers are paying for those 14 armies and little armies within the uh, government and the local police forces when they derive no benefits from it, or the locals in these eight cities are paying for it, but they don't have control over the uh, units. The uh, corrupt criminal Department of Injustice would, would have uh, jurisdiction over them. So if the locals are paying, they're, they're paying the freight, they're having no say. Or all the other taxpayers are having to pay for it when they're deriving absolutely no benefit in any way, shape, or form to anyone. <laughs> and you know what's um, really upsetting to me uh-uh. is we have Democrats in these eight cities more yeah, than yeah. willing to roll over and surrendering their home rule to the, uh, you know, D.C. Marxist apparatchik. Right. And, and uh, you know something. Go ahead. Yeah, if anything is coming out of this that is good is that these are total democratic controlled cities. Uh, I think there's going to be a resistance from cities and states that are basically conservative and and, uh, and Republican. But I, I, that was my comment. But I have a question for you. Go this ahead. whole process, this whole process of federalizing the police force in the United States has been instrumental in not just for the past two months. This has been an ongoing plan from the very beginning because 
Washington and Obama, what they find, they feel that they're losing control of the the local police and the state police, and that's that's the whole intention behind this. They want to have centralized control. Isn't that true? Of course, of course. That's how the Marxists roll, Ruben. I mean, uh, you we can go down a list. First of all, the list that I've been accumulating of secret police that just ravage the general populace. Uh, it's almost exclusively Marxist if you go down the line. And my favorite, uh, not that he's my favorite that I uh, support him in any way or form, but my favorite is Hitler and his, uh, you know, Hitler's what was the Gestapo. But the thing is, students and patriots, Hitler is constantly portrayed in the press as a right winger. He's not. Hitler was a national socialist. See, the socialists have this bitter infighting within themselves between the national socialists, who could be Hitler for Germany, uh, that guy in uh, Kosovo and Yugoslavia in the 90s. Uh, those people are socialists, but just for their nation. The socialist Marxist movement on a whole is international. So they don't like the national socialists, and the national socialists don't like the international socialists. So so Hitler was not right-wing. Hitler was left-wing. He was a socialist. The first thing he did, how does this sound familiar? Hitler's first act in office was he instituted Obamacare, basically. You know, it was state-run health care. That was the first thing Hitler did. The second thing he did was disarm all the German populace. Now, does that sound familiar? But let's just not pick on Hitler. I mean, you can go down the line with Mao and the Red Brigade killing over 50 million. Mussolini and his OVRA, I believe they were also called the Black and Tan. Uh, East Germany was famous for their ruthless secret police, the Stasi. Uh, and um, even in, yeah. Go ahead. Um, we have a, a caller on the line, a few of them, 248. Um, do you want to ask a question? Hello? Uh, okay. I don't know exactly. Uh, the the, the ahead, state of Michigan, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we hear you. Shoot, sir. Fire away. Okay. In the state of Michigan, it's a police state here. Right now, they're trying to make it a police state in the state of Georgia, and the people are trying to fight it. Really? What's going you? on there, buddy? What's going on here in Michigan? Yeah, well, you, well, you said Georgia, didn't you? Yeah, well, Georgia. They're trying to make Georgia a police state right now, and the people are fighting it. Yeah, so what's going on there? Elaborate. Well, how the police operate here nowadays, they don't, they don't protect and serve. But it's uh, it's just all the police do now is just harass people, pull them over, give them a ticket for whatever they can. In my view, is the government ain't got money to, to help the police, so this is how they keep them. We got a, a township over here that's got 300 police officers in one township. How large is the town? How large is the town? It ain't really that big. It's really not big. It's just one town in Oakland County. It's not that big. It's right outside the Pontiac Silverdome. It's just unbelievable. They even got their own jail, but they had to close that because they couldn't keep it open. But it's just got to the point where they just harass citizens anymore. I think we got. I think we. I think we need more cops on the borders than than patrolling around here. Yeah, I don't know. You know, those are all local decisions. I, I guess uh, uh, if the town is small, the problem is between the police and their families and their friends, they'll just keep voting to keep things the way they are, and they'll simply outnumber the ones that oppose the police at the polls. But thank you very much for your call, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We also have uh, another call, 256. Um, you're on the air. Yes, ma'am. This is Warren. Uh, uh, yes, this is Warren, and I live in the state of Alabama. And the lady you were talking about a while ago that was is head of the uh, Wetunka Tea Party is Becky Garrison. She was the lady that uh, testified uh, in Congress uh, about the IRS uh, mistreatment of their Tea Party and people there. That's uh, her. 
Okay, uh-huh. so we talked because in Alabama, and the lady's name who is uh, head of, actually head of it, the other lady's name is right, too. She was in the business and everything. That was right. But the lady who is head of the uh, Wetumpka uh, Tea Party that testified in, in Congress is Be- Becky Garrettson. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Thank you, sir. Thank. Oh, so it's in Alabama. Thanks again for that, sir. Yes, sir. I, I live here. In fact, I, I live about 20 minutes from Becky Garrettson. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So well, I, you, I know, see it, you see it, give her a little hug for us. <laughs> I will. I will certainly do that. Uh, she is on uh, Facebook here, uh, you know, regularly and on the news, local news, local talk radios uh, uh, all the time. And uh, she has been a big part of uh, bringing this uh, whole uh, scam of the uh, IRS, you know, down on uh, Christian organizations and uh, non-profit organizations, conservative non-profit organizations, and and uh, these are going to be targets of this uh, military police force that you're talking about, and it's, it's coming, I, I believe, personally. Uh, I've seen so much evidence of it, and these guys are armed to the teeth uh, uh, with all this uh, weaponry, and uh, it's uh, to me it's really plain to see and uh, I just appreciate this program and all the guests that are trying to wake up the, the sheeple who are blind, deaf, and dumb and don't see, you know, that uh, trouble is on the way, and, and, and they're just not aware of it. Yes, sir. I wanted to tell you, keep the faith. All us Yankees aren't dumb Marxist uh, whatevers, okay? Just yes, keep sir, the faith. Are. Some of us up here are rooting for you guys. Well, I pre- <laughs> we appreciate it. Listen, we need all the help we can get. You telling me because you know I have to wonder out, and I'll say this out loud. I wonder if the Marxist apparatchik will even allow us a uh, presidential election next year. Well, we, we may not. That's a big question. That is a big yep. question. Yeah. Uh, all of, uh, you know, all of this hoopla between uh, the two dynasties, the Bush dynasty and the Clinton dynasty, may all be smoke and mirrors to cover up because at the last minute, there's at least three or four or five different things that. Uh, uh, you know, our our current administration could do to create a national uh, crisis, and it would be real easy for him to come on national TV and declare, uh, you know, na- uh, national martial law and suspend the Constitution, and he could be president for who knows how long. And could well, take, uh, you know, the, the thing I say on Facebook about that, sir, is I say he will achieve that literally over my dead body because I will be walking up right up the steps of the White House for a citizen's arrest, and I don't expect I'm going to get too far, but I would do it. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I, you know, I, I, I tell my friends, you know, that uh, there's a real possibility that there could be a lot of blood and bodies in the streets in the next year. Well, uh, you, can, you can, didn't Michael Savage write that book, Stop the Coming Civil War? Which yes, he did. Just covers that very issue and you know and that's something i've been saying for a few years it looks like this is just what they want well they they want a civil war because they have these massive they have these massive weapons that uh, a lot of people don't realize you know they have laser weapons they have sound weapons they have uh you know they have missiles and jets and oh yeah uh, the 21st century i could imagine what they have in their toy box Oh, the yeah. question is, how many men are going to fire on unarmed American citizens? And you know, you know what? Well, you know the answer to that question is the national police force. They're the ones. Yes, sir, because they, are, they, they have a lot of foreign people in them. That's why they brought in, if you look at some of the Jade Helm uh, uh, pictures and, and, and videos, you see trainload after uh, trainload of U.N. vehicles, U.N. medic trucks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah hold on, hold on. We need to go back um, to um, understand what the Jade Helm is. Um, who knows, who can tell us what the Jade Helm is? Well, well you know what, I'm going to do it, sir, because we have a limited time. Basically, what Jade Helms is, is a huge military exercise being undertaken right now in the state of Texas. That's what Jade Helm is, and there's a ton of military material, vehicles, and men in Texas having war games, technically. Well, let me me interject interject that. I I live in in the state of Texas, and we have a great governor here. We have a great governor here in Greg Abbott uh, who is actually uh, protecting uh, his uh, citizens by 
deploying the National Guard and basically keeping an eye on what they're doing. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Yeah, I was reading something about that. Yeah, I know you, you yeah, Texas yeah. guys are terrific. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for now, giving now us does, uh, Perry and now Abbott. Uh, uh, Mark, what does Walmart have to do with this? Is it Walmart? Home or? Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw something about six Walmarts closing uh, on suspicious circumstances, but I don't know how Walmart ties into Jade Helm. How about you, Ruben? There's been rumors that some of the Walmarts right here in Central Texas have closed down. From what I've been told, uh, from the people that I know here in Central Texas, uh, that's they're not part of the, they're not, there's nothing suspicious going on in these Walmarts. They actually closed down because the the revenue was not there. Oh, okay. Well, I could understand that. What about what about these pictures of the Walmarts that have razor wire around them? They've been painted gray. They've got, I haven't uh, seen that. Oh, I have, oh, listen. There are five Jane Helm pages on Facebook. And if you follow those five pages, you will get a clear, a really clear picture of uh, what's going on really with Jade Helm. There are Walmarts in about six or seven states that have closed. And if you look at where the Walmarts are compared with the, if, you, if you've ever seen a map of the uh, tunnel system on the west, the tunnel system covers about 10 or 15 states in the west. And it, it starts in, uh, tech, in the southern part of Texas. And the tunnel system goes all through the uh, 12 or 15 western states, and it goes up into Canada and connects with a, another tunnel system in western Canada that is identical to the one in the western U.S. And they have a oh, massive, wow. And they have a massive tunnel system in Canada that connects to the massive tunnel system uh, in the western half of the U.S. And uh, the, 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 tunnels oh, are pictures, the pictures of the tunnels are show that they are big enough to house <coughs> tanks and large trucks and uh, small uh, missile batteries and uh, small, uh, you know, microwave weapons. And, uh, wow. Mean, okay, listen, sir. I'm going to look that up on Facebook later. Thank you very much for the call. Glory, do we have any other calls? Uh, uh, so, okay. Um, uh, Ruben, did you want to ask something? Well, I can uh, I can only vouch for the the Walmart's right here in Central Texas. I in any other state, I don't I do not have uh, any information on. Okay, yeah, I, I um, can't vouch for anything firsthand or whatnot about these Walmart's. But how many stores? Don't so they have thousands Walmart, of stores no, in the U.S.? This, uh, hold on, Mark. I want to ask you this: What what? Does the I, the government want to do with all this? They want to take us over, make us a military state, martial law? Yep, Mark? I mean, the way I, I look at it is, is they have to maintain the veneer to cover their actual intentions. And when they feel they're strong enough or when they feel they are being genuinely threatened they will make their move, and their move will be some kind of martial law situation. This is, listen, this, if you want to look at what's going to happen to us if we don't stop this, we right now have a living example of a country turning from a profitable capitalist system into a Marxist hellhole sewer pit, and that poor country is called Venezuela. Look, they elected Chavez because he used populist BS, you know, he used the veneer of populist slogans to hide his evil Marxist intentions. Uh, he, once he got into office, he was never going to get out. There was no way that people were going to uh, vote him out because, as Stalin said, it's not who votes, it's who count the votes. Now Chavez is dead, so of course the Marxists have their hand-picked successor, and Venezuela is going through the ringer right now. It's happening right so, so Mark, now before our eyes. Mark, do you actually believe that um, Obama will get another term? or? Uh, well, I, you know what? When it comes to these people, I put nothing past them. 
it, uh, do I expect it? No. Is it possible? It sure is. It sure is. Because, look, we have all these armored units all over the place. As that other gentleman said about their weapons, I don't even think state police, with their weaponry, could go toe-to-toe with what's going on. Because don't forget, the first year Obama was in office, he said what we need is a domestic police force as well-trained, as well-funded as the military. So what these people have in mind is a force that could actually challenge our military. So as far as state police and local police, they'll just roll over these boys. Unless, of course, uh, you know, our Yankee ingenuity wins the day. God forbid if it comes to that. And also, I want to explain one thing, Dory, quick. You know, people may think I'm using the term Marxist so loosely. Oh, you can't. They're Marxists. They're not Marxists. They disagree with you. They're Marxists. Because i got to tell you, I was thinking of running for my local township uh, governing body. We have a five-person council that runs our township. And also, folks, don't forget, I'm a registered Democrat, okay? So I called up the uh, Democrat honcho just to ask him if he had the forms, uh, you know, because petitions have to be signed, documents have to be filled out, they have to be filed, etc. if you want to get on any ballot. Um, I called him up. I couldn't get in touch with him, so we started talking via email. And uh, I, I want to tell you how the local commissar, because that's how the Marxist apparatchik rolls. You know, they have the local commissars, you know, making sure that we're all little good little Bolshevik boys and girls. The local commissar basically told me to go to hell because they remembered that in 2010 I was on the congressional ballot challenging our Marxist congressmen. And uh, even though they took me to court and knocked me off the ballot, five years okay. later... Five years later, these people did forget my name. You know, you know, good little Bolshevik. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so now, okay, Mark, you mentioned that these people have, um, you know, uh, they can challenge our army and they got all kinds of all equipment kinds. and all that. Well, you, that's their goal. What, what can they, they do to somebody like that me yet. with a cell phone? Can they do anything to me, somebody like, like a cell phone? Can they track me? What can they do? I would tell you, having run a 21st century data center, having worked with uh, and having top secret clearance, having worked with multiple government security agencies, I'm sure that they can do whatever they want. They can listen to whatever they want wireless. You know, in the old days, they would have to go to the phone box and put in clips to tap your line and record it. None of that is necessary anymore. I'm sure they have devices that they could sit a half a mile away and eavesdrop on your phone call because don't forget it's a cell phone so the signal, the words, the connection is out in the air. That could be great. So they can I mean track, they can they can track me. Oh and they can do whatever they want. Dory, just just think of it this way. If they can eavesdrop on someone in a cave in northern Pakistan from Virginia or Washington D C <laughs> You're tapping into us as child's play. Um, and even your your credit purchases and, and whatnot. And your the computer. whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Especially um, now. Yeah. We're, we're, now that government has been weaponized, and that now you, when we say that, what we mean is, uh, say I'm, I'm the head of a department in, like, DHS. Well, the word comes down from the, you know, the apparatchik in the White House sets the ball in motion, and someone tells me, I'm a department head, you have to do this. Even though I know I shouldn't be doing it or it's possibly patently illegal, they're telling me to do it. If I don't do it, I'm going to be fired. Uh, I mean, this is the position many normal, decent people are being put in. They're being intimidated, threatened, blackmailed. Uh, I could imagine what's going on out there. I really, actually, I'm afraid Um, to let my imagination run wild. Okay, Ruben, do you want to get a question? Go ahead. Hey, Ruben, Ruben, what are you grabbing a sandwich, baby? (laughs) Um, 
okay. I, I guess you bailed out. Again. You know what? Uh oh. No, uh oh. No, I think, no, I think <laughs> Did you hear any gunshots on this side oh, of the line? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay. Next, so, next time I'm in New Jersey, I'll, I'll bring him. Uh, yeah, okay. Hold on. I want to bring this down again to the cell phone issue and, and whatnot. Because and, that's a big privacy thing, even from anybody with a cell phone. Well, they had to stop. Um, you know, and they can they can actually take over your webcam on your computer, correct? Yes, yeah, that that also can go on. Yeah, the webcam won't light up, and and they could look through uh, and see what you're doing. Although in my case, you know, there's not too much excitement going on here. <laughs> I mean, right okay, now with the webcams on, it's me. And my two cats are on the bed with me. Okay, Mark, I got, I got Ruben back. Ruben, do you want to ask a question? Yeah, thanks, Doreen. Uh, I have two questions for you, uh, Mark. Number one, what what do you think is uh, – how significant is the the feat of the Patriot Act and, and the role that Rand Paul played in it? That's number one. Uh, okay, Rand Paul, he actually – No, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me just ask you the two questions. Second, do you feel or do you find, like most Americans, that uh, Eric Snowden, the guy who actually, what the government agencies, what the NSA was doing, is he a true American hero or is he a traitor? Well, in my view, he's a hero. I'm sure I've, I've had friends that are on both sides of the line, traitor and hero. The reason, and I'm going to tell everyone why I think he's a hero, because right now I'm fearing our government in D.C. more than I'm fearing ISIS, Putin, the Chinese, the North Koreans, whomever. I'm more fearful of D.C. I consider Snowden a hero. I think he deserves a ticket tape parade because this so-called Freedom Act, which obviously it's the exact opposite that they just passed, did drop this mega collection by the NSA. At least that was stopped. I mean, you know, Ruben, from where I sit, if you want to tap all phone calls going into northern Pakistan or going into the Pushkin regions in Afghanistan or ISIS-controlled regions in Syria and Iraq, do that. But don't tell me you have to record the phone calls of 300-something million people on the mainland USA. That's a crock. I, because, and here's why I think it's a crock. I don't trust them. I think that the Marxist apparatchik will write queries and go through that data to find dirt on political opponents and use that like they use the IRS against the Tea Party and other conservative groups. I don't trust them. Uh, to me, Ruben, if their lips are moving, whether it's Democrat or Republican, if their lips are moving, they're telling me something is good for me, they're lying. Right. And uh, we have a thousand instances of that. We just had Mitch McConnell doing his, oh, jackass imitation, you know, lying through his teeth to 300 million Americans on the Senate floor, just like Harry Reid used to do that uh, dirt big. And, oh, by the way, we want to buy, buy a bottle of champagne to whoever it was that beat the bejesus out of Harry Reid because I don't buy the exercise accident story. You know, he had broken ribs, this and that. He was all busted up. Someone beat the hell out of him, no doubt about it. We owe that person a bottle of champagne, by the way. Um, it's a shame they didn't take pictures. <laughs> if they put it on YouTube, they would. I bet you they would have had over 50 million hits in a week. <laughs> right. But, uh, so that's why. And Rand Paul at least helped stop, or supposedly stop, because how do we know they they stop? We have to take their word for it that they stopped right. the collection of everyone's phone calls they said they would now let me tell you i've seen pictures of a data center they built in utah that is right. one hell of a data center i used to run a data center a hundred thousand square feet of raised floor space huge like giant stadium with a dome on it this thing looks four or five times the size i could right. only imagine that thing had a cost probably over a billion dollars to build 
especially out in Utah. Right. Um, Mark, hold on. So these people that you're saying, they can actually dig up dirt even on me or anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, find well, out you to... haven't paid your, your insurance five years ago. Yeah, well, well, yeah um, but you see, things, little things like that don't concern people like me and you, normal people, because we know this happens to normal people. It's these congressional and government people that are just, you know, the term I use for the men is semi-masculine. You know, they're afraid of being called a racist, afraid of being called a homophobe, afraid of this, afraid of that. It's like, come on, you know, pull up your pants and fuck up here, guys. Uh, you know, like, for instance, and, and to prove that, Doreen, look, what was the thing everyone talked about last week as they were trying to ignore the Clinton, the six crime family, also known as the Clintons, on an international scale with the graft and corruption and bribes and selling out going on all over. No, that's not the topic. The topic is some fat white guy Republican from the Midwest who was paying blackmail to someone starting in the 1970s. Are you kidding me or what? Wow. Right uh, Haster, Dick, the Haster. Can you tell us why, why most of the American people um, don't push this issue up on the list? You got me, Doreen. You got me because as far as I'm concerned, we, we, we already turned the corner on pitchfork and torch time. I, you know, I'm ready. I know millions of Americans are ready. I, want, I, you know, I hope one day we can. Do you remember 912? Oh nine. I don't know if you were there in D.C. We need another one of those, and we need it badly. So this, so the media is not reporting this, and that's why a lot of Americans are just not awake to it. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. The, the, the media is, you know, the, the, they're all in bed smoking our cigarettes together. And you know what, Ruben? <laughs> I can tell you this firsthand. I went to high school at the foothills of Greenwich Village during the Vietnam protest era, and I saw what I knew were the Marxist field commanders, the ones who were leading the demonstrations, huddling with the TV camera production crew foreman. And how do I know that? Because he was, back then, he was a lumpy who had the clipboard and headphones. And so I saw the Marxist street agitator talking to the guy who was directing the TV crews from Channel 2 and Channel 4. So this collusion has been going on easily since the late 60s, the, the Vietnam era. I can only imagine how refined that relationship has come. And also, don't forget, folks, because you never hear this mentioned, do you remember the Jern O list? And to the listeners, what that was, every morning, a, a little over 100 media people, print, news, you know, radio, and TV, would have a conference call about how are they going to present the uh, Marxist D.C. apparatchik agenda that day. And it was called the journal list. I'm sure it's still going on. You, of course, the media isn't going to remind us of that. Right. Um, Mark, I just got a text from somebody. Uh, they want me to mention this to you. They said the Waterford Township Police Chief is on video seen removing a mileage voting sign. He's in the streets uh, clothing and getting a full retirement. So I, he just wanted you to know that. Oh, okay. Thanks, that person. Um, I didn't hear everything you said. I'm sorry. I'm on a cell phone. But uh, it sounds good. Uh, you know, I'm sure, I, I mean, how many municipalities across are there across the country? Hundreds of thousands. To think that there's no bad apples in there, you'd have to be foolish. And they don't have to be marked as bad apples, just, you know, scoundrel bad apples, period. Now, now uh, so also, let's take this down to a, a very individual level, okay? In this day and age, all of us have cell phones, technology, whatnot. What's not to stop us from taking a photo of of your neighbor in public and putting it on Facebook or when they're in the gym when they don't want to be photographed? Isn't that the same sort of thing? Yeah, but uh, I mean, I would have to question the mental health. 
I'd have to question the mental health of someone doing that. No, but it's done. The gyms are having a lot of problems with people snapping photographs to them. I know. I have the same problem. I have the same problem. All these windows, all these people downstairs, all these women taking pictures of me at the window. It's sinful. (laughs) (laughs) Putting me up on Facebook, right? Yeah, putting them up, right. I just hope it's from my good side. (laughs) But I'm just saying, they can have a person. These guys can pay people to do that. Okay, snap a photo of you, and when, and and then when they want to use it to discredit you, just pull it out and put it. Uh, on I'm sure, media. I'm sure, but to me that falls in comparison to what's going on at the federal level, and, and then w- what really gets my goat is that we're paying for this. You see, it's it's the classic how the Marxists roll uh, that the general taxpayer treasury is used to fund their initiatives and fill their pockets like our Solyndra for instance the so called green energy company that we gave over 500 million dollars to to Obama's sycophants and donors and a sycophant is someone who kneels in front of you and goes you know oh Frankie Sinatra you know that's what a sycophant is Um, Uh, those people got over 500 million dollars and two months Uh, later declared bankruptcy uh, all right, Ruben, do you want to ask a question? Well, yeah, I, I this whole this whole um, NSA, uh, the government uh, prying into your uh, into your privacy. I mean, that's been going on for a long time, even before before. Not not that I want to, you know, take anything away from uh, the horrible things that that our current uh, schmuck in, in in the in the White House is doing, but. I, do you, Mark, do you feel that we are at the edge of a revolution? We're getting there. We're not there yet because the Marxists haven't made their overt play. Now, let's go back to what you said in the beginning part of your statement. When I ran this data center I mentioned, I worked for AT&T, Okay. And there were numerous times where, like I said, I worked with government agencies where they would call up and they would want data that I would have to pull up, and I had the means to do it right from my desk, from my uh, computer, and give them data. However, we would only do that when, number one, a warrant had been presented to AT&T HQ, wherever that was, and then when I interacted with these government agencies, I had an AT&T corporate security senior executive on the phone, who, by the way, I had to verify his identity before I would say word one. So anytime I dealt in uh, looking at private data for government agencies, it was a conference call between AT&T corporate security executives the government people and myself, and that, and I was my clear instructions were not to do anything with government agencies unless I did have our corporate security executives on the phone who made sure that all the warrants and paperwork were filled out. That obviously now this was going on after the Patriot Act was even passed, because this was going like 2005, 2004. Um, I know there were some people from the Middle East they were keenly interested in that uh, not only did I work without government agencies, but here's something else I'll tell you. Almost every time I did this, you know who else was involved with us? The Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They obviously play a big part in our security, although now, now that the Marxists are running the show, I would think just like the Israelis and the British I'm so sure the RCMP has taken a few steps back because they don't want to work with the Bolsheviks either. At least I would hope so. And and that's what went down 2004, 2005. I'm telling you. Now, you know, here's what really concerns me. It's not the DHS. Uh, Excuse me. It's it's not the NSA. It's the DHS. And here's why. There are five senior people, including the deputy head of security, that are Muslim Brotherhood people. 
that if they were in Egypt, they'd be in jail now because the Egyptians had the good sense that God gave them to revolt. I was so ecstatic when this happened. And they threw out the newly elected Muslim Brotherhood people. Some of them are executed. Most of them are in jail. And the five creeps that are in D.C. and Virginia now as senior officials at DHS are sworn Muslim Brotherhood people. That's a wonderful president looking out for us. Um, we do have callers on the line. Um, if you want to ask a question, 248, again, go ahead and ask. Uh, yeah, you said something about uh, you said something about the government secret police taking over the state police and the local police force. They could take us over the road that they had more gun power. Us, but I kind of noticed you pause because the minute that happens, you're going to have every citizen with their gun out there too. So that's if they don't think, take the guns they away from us first. I think they're going to fail in their attempt in their coup attempt to overthrow us. You know what? I, I agree with you, but just think of the bloodshed between them trying and us winning. Think of the bloodshed. And I also don't forget, not only are they constantly trying to take our guns, they are limiting the dissemination of ammunition for those guns. Uh, you know, they're nickel and diming our liberties to death. But, oh, you can't make these bullets, and now the magazines can't be this size, and they're just nickel and diming. So they're trying to disarm us as this well, goes on. That's, that's, there's no question about that. they got more felony laws, and a lot of that, these new felonies that are ridiculous, they're just, in my opinion, they're trying to disarm us in the courthouse already. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially, sir, I have to tell you, I'm from the state of New Jersey, where we had an illegal senator named Frank Lautenberg, um, because uh, a big scandal came out, scandals came out for the Democrat running for Senate. And 39 days before the election, the Democrats took him off the ballot, replaced him with the, with the late Frank Lautenberg, and even though our state constitution says in black and white, you cannot substitute a candidate 60 days before the election, our judicial system and the vaunted uh, Bolshevik New Jersey Supreme Court said, oh, no, that's okay. You can replace him. Let and me that person won. Let me say uh, something about this whole situation. That's why I'm involved I want to head off and head it off at the path at the path of a civil war here. With so many people dead, we we got an option here. We got to vote Hillary out, and we got to get these rhinos out. And if we don't do that, we're headed there. Well, you know the deck is stacked against us, buddy. But I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, I'm I'm 61. I feel at, at this point. Uh, you know, if, if my blood gets splattered all over the White House steps, so be it. But uh, I just am incensed at what I'm seeing. And, and you, let me tell the students and the patriots the basis for my disdain, my disgust on what's going on. Because not only have a million men and women been killed give us and maintain these liberties and freedom, how many tens of millions more were looking death in the face and survived? Now, all of that is to be washed away because of some 21st century squeaky wheels? I'm sorry, not on my watch, Bubba. As I said, over my dead body, and I mean it literally, well, uh, I mean, I will walk up there. Hopefully, I'll have someone with me if they ever attempted something like this. Like, oh, guess what? We're postponing the election for 2016. I wouldn't put it past them. But you know what? They're going to be very busy between now and then before they would attempt something like that. Well, only other thing I want to say in this call is this. Anybody who wants to say they're a patriot, and votes for a lobbyist taker is not a patriot. You got it, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right, right Doreen, who, who, right. who's next? And um, uh, Ruben, do you, have, do you want to ask? Yeah, I, I, I think the, um, 
But we what we we have to come. We have to unify. Uh, the American people have to unify, and they have to continue to energize them, their their minds, their their spirits, and and and, and basically educated. Like we're do like we're trying to educate them tonight. And I think I think in in that aspect, I think we're heading in the right direction. I mean, more people. I see more people waking up and understanding that. That we have a serious problem. We're heading in the wrong direction. Yeah, we are, and uh, but we have a long way to go, Ruben. And uh, I, I'm I'm scared I, to tell you the truth because uh, as we spoke offline, so many people are not aware and not paying attention to what's going on. That to me, it's sinful. It's positively sinful. And, and right, and remember, they vote. Yes, they do. Yeah. My God, yes, they do. Well, well, look, oh, jackass has won two two elections when uh, I know I've hired dozens of supervisors and managers, et cetera, and I wouldn't have hired that guy to be an assistant supervisor in accounting because I would have looked at his resume and said, I, you know, I don't see a work ethic here. Let's hire someone who uh, was going to put in a good day's work because, uh, you know, as I've said constantly about O'Jack, if I feel not only is he incompetent and unqualified, He's lazy. He has no work ethic. I mean, they don't start getting going in that White House till about 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I've been private sector management for decades. And let me tell you, by 11 o'clock, your day should be going downhill already. You should have done the brunt of your work already uh, but, before that. Right. So let me ask you this. Now, if I don't want to be a part of this, um, what can... Um, what are my options? In other words, can I live off the grid? Is that the thing, how to fight this? Well, you could, but you're going to have to sustain the discomforts and hardships that go with that. Uh, You know what? I've been kicking around in my head a while, a uh, Tea Party commune somewhere. You know, let's get thousands of us living off the grid and whatnot, but it's going to have to be way out there in the wilderness somewhere. And... uh, we're going to have to have a lot of people on the ball willing to uh, roll up their sleeves. But uh, I would love living in something like that in the outdoors. But, yeah, living off the grid, what, what can you do? Educate people. Talk to people wherever you go. Uh, let's do the radio show more than a few nights a week. I'll do one, Doreen, because, uh, you know, some people say, oh, Mark talks too much. But I don't feel like talk too much because... There's so much people have to hear, for God's sake. Uh-huh. Um, and well, that's just that. the way I feel. You've got to hear all of this. Um, but I, I think, you know, because I have talked about living off the grid, you know, and, and um, I, I don't even, I'll be honest with you, I don't even like the Internet a lot, or at least a good portion of it. You know, because I feel like that's a way you can be tracked. And even though there's some good information on there, there's an awful, awful lot of bad stuff on there. You know, and that true, you, true. You know, and, and you know what, Dory? I figured if, if they want to track me, they're going to track me. There's nothing I'm going to do to stop them. And my attitude is F them and the horse they rode in on. I'm not going to bite my lip for one second. I'm not going to hold my tongue for a minute. Screw you. Come and get me if you want me, because they sure as hell will know where I am. So um, I just have one more question: What type of weapons do are they really using? Because um, you mentioned they had weapons. Are, are they really? Well, using well, that was actually the other caller. Huh? Well, this is the twenty. That was the other caller was mentioning the uh, significant arsenal they have. Well, this is the twenty-first century. Um, like, for instance, okay, I, I so was fr- I'm so friends with a, a Pennsylvania cop. I'm friends with a Pennsylvania cop, Dory. He, he told me, what, what, why the hell did, they, did the federal government, and this was years ago, bring in 500 vans that have the capability to eavesdrop on almost anything and everything, but they have to be within a, a reasonable uh, geographic proximity. You know, they have to be a little close to you. But they could not only listen through the walls, they could see through the walls. 
And he was a Penn State cop telling me, Mark, why the hell do they need 500 of these things? So, and that's just in Pennsylvania. You know, I don't know the company that makes them, but uh, I can imagine how many of these type of vehicles are around. And that's just one thing. You know, they, like Doreen said, they can look through the, the uh, cams on your PCs and laptops. Yeah, they can take. I mean, yeah, it goes on and on. Take your so and folks, I know for a fact they can take over your computer and and look through your your um, your webcam, and um, it's pretty much p- putting on malware on your computer. Right, and then right. They can get and you all know something I wanted to share with, with the audience? If someone oh, feels on, that this Mark, is going on and you they, don't have Mark, a wireless connection, Mark, wait, I just wanted to, yeah? change in one second. They, um, what they can do is they take over your computer and they um, uh, they get all your passcodes, okay, and they can change them. And um, aside from seeing what, what you can do, and also I want to mention there, um, this is it's not a topic for this radio show. It is a topic for another radio show. There is another Internet out there, and we're going to be covering it in, in detail in a few weeks. It's called the Dark Net. And, um, you know, and, and it's a whole a whole other ball game. And, um, you know, but uh, you, there's, there's privacy issues with it and whatnot. But then... Um, and they do that through adware, malware, whatever, and you don't even know that they're watching you. And and they do that a lot with baby monitors, um, even your cell phone. Um, so go ahead, Mark, finish your point. Yeah, I just wanted to tell people, if, you, if you're concerned about something like that and you're not wireless, now you have a cable connection to your router, when you go to bed at night or you leave your computer, just take the cable out that goes from your router to your computer. Because if because in those instances, if you break the physical connectivity, they're going to have it much more difficult to uh, e- eavesdrop and, pro- and go through your computer. Ruben, you want to ask anything? Yeah, Ruben, go well, ahead, baby. I think I, I think I know a little about uh, computer networking. I, I do that for, bis- for, 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 for business. Hire me then, sir. I built 450 WANs for Fortune 100 companies included. Hire me, baby. I'd move to Texas in a heartbeat. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Uh-huh. We'll be in touch. Well, so, great. So, so, Doreen, this turned into a job interview for me then. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, to, to summarize, uh, in regards to what the government can do in regards to uh, spying on you or invading your privacy, what, what, what I would recommend is basically that you, you have, uh, you know, you, you can set up a firewall, you can set up all these uh, uh, devices, but the main thing is to make sure that you change your security password. Don't make it one, two, three, four, five, six, like so many people actually do all oh, the, the the name of my dog you got to really basically uh make it a little more complicated because someone who's trying you to put hack, dots in there right they find, yeah they find exclamation the point and all that yeah i mean just make it make it a lot more difficult where they're going to say you know what i won't even bother with them also when you're on facebook where it says http have https Yes, sure. Yeah. That's another, secure another Yeah, that's a secure a more secure connection. Ever since I've been using that, uh I haven't had any issues. Wow. Um okay, yeah. folks, we're uh, out of time. Um and uh very interesting topic. And uh Mark, yeah. yes, you will be getting your own show. Okay. All right, thank you very much because there's a lot of information we have to disseminate, folks. Um, and, folks, I want to stay tuned till next week uh, uh, when we do have our guest. Ruben, uh, can you mention his name for us? Yes, his name is, he's the former mayor, uh, he's a Democrat, former mayor of, <laughs> of the city of Laredo, Texas. But he's a very, uh, very good friend, according to my conversation with him, with, with uh, Barack 
Hussein Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton. So uh, it should be an interesting conversation. Great uh, guest. Hopefully you can join us next week for with Mayor, former Mayor Raul Salinas. Great. Okay. Bring him on. I'll sharpen my, ni- my uh, okay. rhetorical knives for that one. Um, oh, okay. Folks, we're out of time. Uh, Mark, thank you for coming on. And, um, yeah, thank you, Mark. Soon we'll give you yeah, your radio show. And, um, folks, uh, until next week, this is Doreen and Ruben. Uh, we'll see you then. Good, good night, Doreen. <laughs>